The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the only show where one of the hosts was always born ready. My name's Jason. That's Kevin. Every time I ask him if he's ready to start the show, he always says the same thing. I was born ready. And I, I don't understand that, that I like what does that phrase even mean? I, I know it's a thing from like 80s movies or maybe is it from Guardians of the Galaxy also? Is that like a is that like a Star Lord thing to say? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, I, I don't possibly know. be born ready for every single song we do, Kevin. That's no, when saying. I was when I was born, the doctor looked at my mom and was like, this this baby's ready to talk about some mid tempo indie rock. Why? And it was, it was really confusing at, at the time for my parents, but now it makes perfect sense. Now, you know, here's the weird thing, though. I pick up si- like um, sayings from TV shows and movies all the time, and I'll say them to my wife without, like, fully comprehending that I took that line from a certain movie, and then we'll watch that movie later on, and she'll say, is that where you got that saying from? <laughs> Thinking... That I had come up with so, so I can't remember the exact example. I didn't know we we're going to talk about this, otherwise I would have asked her. Uh, but uh, thinking she thought I came up with this really cool she saying, she or a this, joke you know, thief. and then and then uh, she realized, no, my husband's the most unoriginal person ever. And I'm like, I swear, I totally forgot about this. Um, I'm just like a I'm a sponge picking up sayings and and uh, catchphrases and jokes. Um, Never, never an original thought of my own, but I don't know. I'm 34. I'm not going to change anytime soon. 34 years old and given up already. Um, Kev, episode 150. We're at 150 tonight. We're at 150 this now? Is ep- this, as long as these numbers are right. Yeah, this is episode 150. 50 episodes. So we're left. 75% done. We are 75% done. Thank God. Um, we're covering Sky Blue Sky in this episode. Great song. Sky but, Blue Sky, the song, not the album. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're covering the song Sky Blue Sky from the album Sky Blue Sky, <clears throat> 2007. Kev, what do you got to say about the song? Interestingly, the only title track to a Wilco album. So there are, um, you know, songs that have the album title in it. Yeah. Um, there are close to two other title songs. Those songs being Summer Teeth, but that's two words, not one word like the album. Therefore, not a title track. And there is also Whole Love from the album The Whole Love, but it's missing the the in the song. So the song's Whole Love. The album is The Whole Love. Therefore, not a title track. This is the lone title track in the Wilco catalog, unless I'm overlooking something, which it very well could be. But I looked at all their album covers and thought of, is there a song with this title? No, except for Sky Blue Sky. Yeah. Um, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, they had that recording of the woman saying. Uh, yeah, you, you hear the, the phrase sometimes, but um, a ghost is born is a line yeah. from, uh, but it's, there's not a song called a ghost is born. Right. Yeah, that's an, that's, that is kind of interesting. Um, also, the, Another interesting thing that they do, they've done is um, on Wilco the album, uh, 
you, you know, sometimes a band will have their third or fifth album or whatever, and they'll th- that'll be their self-titled one for whatever reason. I don't understand. I, it, the normal thing would be your, if your first if you're gonna have a self-titled album, that's your first album. It should be your first one, I and then you. go from there. But sometimes bands will do it later on. I guess that doesn't matter. It doesn't make anything better or worse. But we even their, their self-titled album. They named Wilco the album. <laughs> like, it couldn't just be Wilco. And there's a song there called Wilco the Song. Song, yeah. Close to being a title song, but still yeah. tech- legally a different title. Um, uh, yeah, and I agree with you, too. I like kind of like... Uh, um, I've, I've never been a, a fan of, of self-titled albums unless you're doing like a Led Zeppelin 1, Led Zeppelin 2, Led Zeppelin 3, or an untitled album like um, the White Album by the Beatles is technically the Beatles. Right. But uh, to me, it, I always kind of thought it's just it's an untitled album because it's just the, it says the Beatles because that's the band name. But yeah. The album itself doesn't have a title is sort of how I looked at it. But re- realistically, it's the White Album. Like we all call it the White Album. Um, but yeah, I've never been a fan of, of, uh, self-titled albums, especially from solo artists. If your, your album's just called, uh, uh, the Steve. So like if Ricky Martin, so, so, um, uh, self-titled album, it would just be called Ricky Martin. Like this is, I, yeah, that, that is, that, that is kind of weird. Um, you know what? I, d- I think I just made an argument in my head for why a band could pull off a self-titled album later than the first album and it not be odd is because they, maybe they're thinking, like, this is finally where we feel like this is who we are. Like, we, we've got this down. So this is us. You know, that that, that, that could be a, a good reason to do it. Like, maybe. But I feel like that's dismissive of all your previous material. It's like when bands try to tell us that their new album is their best album and then they get to the next album that's their best yeah. album and well, i'm like come on is. to them it is like like they're making what what they feel is but i also feel like they're trying to sell me snake oil right yeah that's part of their job man selling the albums cuz if they don't sell albums they get to, they don't get to make more albums I, you, you can't get on their cases about that and, and it's been a long week i might be a little grumpy <laughs> um Okay, everybody, if you want to go to abcwilco.com, find all the ways to support the show, the most important way of which being leaving a rating and review. Let's just jump into the song, Kev. Uh, by the way, I'm going to say it. Sesame Streety vibes a little bit like Kermit on a boat. I, I should have watched, watched more. So. <laughs> well, hold on. Kermit is a... Uh, I almost said Looney Tune, but no, he's a Muppet, Muppet but not but, but, a Sesame Street. Sesame Street is Muppets. Okay. The, yeah. the, we'll put a pin in that and we'll, okay. we'll listen to the song. We'll discuss that afterwards. Uh, maybe next episode. Um, I like uh, Glenn's drums. I just love when you hear a drummer playing with brushes and you can hear those brushes. Um, How can you tell they're pulling back the brushes on the brushes? I just think it has a different sound because it's not like a, it's not all one point. It's like a flat metallic. Oh, so okay. So sounds like, more like raking, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I have a shotgun right now. But it's not like he's, uh, sometimes with brushes, you see drummers, like where they're kind of stirring the pot with their brushes. He's not doing that. He's kind of like hitting at an angle so they all hit at a different time and yeah. pulling kind of fast too. So it's yeah. a light hit, but it's making the noise still. Yeah. Yeah, add that. some depth to the percussion. Um, I really like. I, I love this song. Uh, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, it's a great I song. I love 
I love Nels's um, slap steel. Just adds a, a lot of depth to the song. I like this change here. I love that. Yeah. This is a song I felt like I never really appreciated when the album came out, but as I've gotten older, um, I just love its chill vibes. Yeah, man, we're, getting, we're old men now. We get, we're in the older men rock now. Uh, one of the few overdubs on Sky Blue Sky. I'm pretty sure this is an overdub. So Jeff is credited with acoustic and electric guitar. And besides Nels's lap steel, he's the only one doing guitar. Um, so unless he switched to electric, but I can still hear the acoustic, I believe, through my connection here. So it is an overdub, which you don't have a lot of overdubs on Skype with Skype. A few for sure, but this is a notable one. And one of the few Jeff Tweedy guitar solos on Sky Blue Sky, now that I think about it. Um, so you think he just came and added that, like they, they recorded the full band like they did for the rest of the songs, but then they came back in and just added that in there? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I imagine he would have tracked the song with acoustic guitar, because yeah. that kind of makes it easier to sing. But the steel is, uh, is Nels, right? Yeah, Nels' is, uh, lap steel. Sky Blue Sky, one of the things that makes the album great for nerds is we have full uh, credits on who played what. Um, Pat is credited with playing a Chamberlain, which is a keyboard uh, and basically a Mellotron before Mellotrons were a thing. So even, which is obviously a Mellotron is like a sampler before samplers. Yeah. So uh, this is like a, a really early um, keyboard instrument like that. Like a cassette, um, a cassette tape uh, sampler, right? Like it, you, you, yeah, you just... and and the chain for Mellotron, yes, I think they use little. I've always assumed they use little tiny cassette tapes. Listeners, like feel free to correct me. Um, well, going back because it goes back to like the '60s, so probably technology that preceded that. But the Chamberlain goes back to like the '40s. I have to look this up. Um, so I don't know exactly. I'd love to um, look at one and see what's inside because uh, um, I imagine uh, you know. You couldn't just walk to um, uh, the corner store and pick up some cassette tapes like you could in uh, later decades. Yeah, why would you though? You have a computer that does all does all this. I, I could I can do sampling on my phone now. It's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what the original sampler was though was that? for for our generation it was the Talk Boy. Remember Home Alone two? We had the Talk Boy. I had one of those, and I wonder how much like my audio geekness comes from that. Thing. I. I know what you're talking about, like, but I, remind me what what that thing did. I it's it's that like the tape you recorder could, with, like, the, with it, the little so nozzle a, coming off. Yeah, of it, handheld. Right? Yeah, exactly. It was a handheld tape recorder with a little microphone, a cheap microphone, a speaker on it, and then you could uh, record things, play it back, uh, and like change speeds and play it in reverse and stuff like that. Yeah, and he would like make phone calls and stuff in the movie with it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember that now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the other thing I want to say about Sky Blue Sky. Uh, Sky Blue Sky, uh, the song, uh, actually originated. Do you know the actor Michael Shannon? Yeah, he's, a he's great. Actor. He's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's in. If you look at his um, IMDb listings, uh, he's been in tons of things that you've seen. He's one of those people. If you don't know his name, you'd recognize his face. He's First, sort of in the. I always associate him a little bit with Willem Dafoe, like he's that yeah. sort of. 
person. That's a really good um, comparison right there. Yeah, totally. Um, so he uh, directed and starred in a short film in 2004 called Zamboni Man. Jason, as an American, do you know what a Zamboni is? Yeah, it's the thing that cleans up the ice after, like, in okay. between uh, periods of hockey, right? I just, I assume you know zero, uh, any, anything about, nothing about ice, and not you personally, just as an American who's, like, not from a, a hockey background, so um, I didn't know if you know what that word is, because yeah. it's kind of a weird word. I love right? hockey. Zamboni. It's probably my favorite sport, to be honest oh, with really? you. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <sighs> you're, you're cooler than I thought you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I posted on your cool. Um, so, anyways, there, Michael Shannon directed this movie, starred in this short film called Zamboni Man. Uh, and you can Google it or YouTube it, and you can actually watch it now um, on uh, on the internet. Um, and it's about 15 minutes long. It's about a guy who's like takes really good care of this um, rink. Seems like nobody there really respects him. Um, and he gets up and sees figure skaters on the ice, and he sits down at uh, the organ because organ's a big part of, of hockey, Jason, as you know, in between the uh, plays and stuff like that. Well, and a lot of sports. I only know I only know one sport. Oh, okay. and that's hockey. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, uh, he starts playing and singing this song, and it's actually uh, I believe it's his voice. I listened to it really closely, and it, at first I was like, oh, maybe it's Jeff trying to sound like Michael Shannon, but I'm pretty sure it's Michael Shannon singing. Um, uh, and it predates the the song, the actual release of the song from the record by three years, and it's a totally different arrangement to the song with like horns. And uh, pianos and uh, or and organs. It's kind of interesting from a historical perspective to to seek out. Um, and so Jeff wrote this song for Michael Shannon, who I guess is a friend of Jeff's. Gave him the song. Uh, they put it in the movie, and then uh, Jeff had performed it a few times uh, throughout the years in between 2004 and 2007. Um, so fans kind of called it the Zamboni Man song. Uh, and gave it some other some other titles, unofficial titles like that, uh, before um, it was finally uh, the title track, "Sky to Sky." General Zod, that's who Michael Shannon is. General Zod, that's my same uh, frame of reference to. And if I can make a recommendation to you and to the listeners, uh, the movie "Knives Out." Oh yeah, that's a good movie too. Uh, if you, movie. he's also in Boardwalk Empire, which is great. He's in that. Uh, that movie about the merman that came out a couple years back, um, The Shape of Water. And oh, the he's, he's in, he's, And there's, there's a movie about a tornado that he's in, too, that's really great. I can't remember what it's called right now, but, um, yeah, if you haven't seen Michael Shannon movies, check him out. He's, he's a good actor. He's, he's Yeah, a character fun. actor. Yeah. Right? Like, you might, maybe don't, you don't know who he is, but that's because he, like, becomes the character. Yeah, he doesn't uh, have a movie... Uh, built around like he's not an Arnold Schwarzenegger type that you know I'm making a movie an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie like he's a genre he's he's yeah. just a guy that plays in whatever kind of movie he's yeah, really good exactly. though um oh and the other the other thing I should I almost forgot to talk about with the song is the song is based on a true story at least the first verse uh that is uh very directly about a parade um is based on uh, a, an actual memory Jeff had has of uh um trying to drive home uh but the road to his house was blocked and he can actually see his house and there's a parade going on um in the rain on a very very hot day uh so that's why uh um he sings um 
uh, windows open and raining in because um, it's so hot you have to open your windows. But the yeah, so just kind of a, uh, I always like that sort of stuff where it's a kind of a, a weird visual, you know, thing that you see and then turning it into art itself uh, and a long-lasting memory because of he that happened in his hometown. That was when he was, you know, uh, either in Uncle Tupelo or in high school. Yeah, and but turned it into a song. Why was there a parade later. going on if it's raining? Like, wouldn't uh, doesn't isn't that like a a thing? They, if, if it rains, the parade stops. Like what if? Well, do they just stop? Or, or if if you're like ninety percent done a parade, and it starts raining yeah, a little guess, bit, do you just point. like yeah? hurry up and finish i don't know i don't I, I, there's even a saying like i hope it rains on your parade or i hope it rains on hmm, the parade good it, call. because that just means it's going to stop it in the tracks but um yeah I, I don't know um anything else to add this one kev no kevin had a talk boy isn't that cute um i did I everybody did. if you want to go to Find all the ways to support the show. Most important of which being leave a rating and review. That really helps us grow. You can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. All my information is in the doobly-doo to where you can go buy st- my my art store and stuff like that. Um, on the next episode, we'll be covering the song Solitaire from the Wilco, the album. Until then, every little thing is going to tear you apart. <laughs>